hey guys, welcome to uh, this next episode of Wise Lives. We are super excited. We have Jackie Thompson in the house. Uh, for those of you who don't know Jackie, Jackie is um, with Iris Global. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a ministry that was based out in Mozambique with Heidi and Roland Baker. Um, we've been out in Mozambique 20 plus years now um, and just seen the most phenomenal yeah. move of God in that place. Uh, like We talk about revival, but I mean that really is revival out there. Um, the blind are seeing, the deaf are hearing, the poor are receiving the good news of Jesus Christ. Churches are being planted in villages every weekend. Um, just amazing. Yeah. Um, so I personally got to know Jackie probably about four or five years ago now. Um, yeah, when you staff school. Yeah, yeah, so we were helping to staff the missions training school, which is a school that welcomes in sort of 200 plus students from across the world to come in uh, and just to encounter Jesus and have their heads, hearts set on fire. Yeah, it's amazing. That they would then go down and lay their lives down in the yeah, missions. Yeah, it's really amazing. It is an amazing place. And uh, so obviously Jackie was um, helping in the process of that, training our staff, but also being one of the key I guess teachers, I don't know if that's the right word, yeah. just imparters, you carry Jesus in the most beautiful way. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love if you could share a little bit of your story. I mean, I, I know you well enough to know that who you were before you met Jesus. Yeah. You, I mean, now I look at you and you are full of joy, you're full of passion, <laughs> you're full of purpose, like, and in a good way, you don't care what anyone thinks, you are the most free woman I've met. Oh, I can't even take any credit for it, it's all him. I mean, you really can't take any credit for it. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. You know, it's all him. And um, it's just been one beautiful journey. It really has. Like, if anyone had ever told me from the mess I was, from the person that was suicidal, had depression, you know, I would come from there 15 years ago and I would go round the world preaching the gospel. Wow. Like, I mean, it's like, it's just so unbelievable. It really is so unbelievable. He's so amazing uh -huh. that you, you know, how could I ever, how could I ever know that this was the purpose and plan of God? Um, I, and, you know, the will of God is everything you never knew you always wanted. Wow. I can't think yeah. of anything more, more wonderful than being the splendor of God. Bringing up glory, who prepared his people to shine for him around the world. It's just so, so humbling. It's so very humbling even to sit here and like, who am I? <laughs> who am I? You're the beloved one of Christ. Exactly. <laughs> as much as I say that, I know that I know that I know I am the beloved. Yeah. I know beyond doubt that he loves me and his love is in me and through me and I'm one with love. It is just so amazing. I used to be so self-centered, so selfish, so focused on me, full of self-pity. And where did it get me? <laughs> Nearly dying. And then when beautiful Jesus came, when I met the person of love, when love came and touched my life, it changed everything. Wow. The person of love, all I had known was religion. And he is not religious. He didn't die for a denomination. He didn't, he died for a people to know him, for his sons and daughters to come home to him. And so 
I think it's just been such a beautiful journey. Yeah. Just so beautiful. So just tell us a little bit about how, how did that, how did that, how did you meet Jesus? Because I mean, you, you, you'd grown up in a Catholic kind of background, mm-hmm. hadn't you? So you kind of mm-hmm. had some sort of awareness, but yeah. something happened. I mean, you had a radical change in your life by yeah. encountering him. What, what, what did that look like? Well, so basically, I was married for 27 years to my childhood sweetheart, known him 32 years, and never realised he was my God. I went to the Roman Catholic Church. I love the Catholic Church, so please don't hear anything wrong. I love them. They're the body of Christ. And when we are the body of Christ who don't throw stones, whoa, sure, (laughs) (laughs) who don't throw stones, um at the rest of the body of Christ, then maybe a dying, decaying world around us will see Christ. Wow. And um, I think that I, um, in that moment, like my husband had went off with another woman after 32 years of giving my life to him. And um, I, I just, my world was falling apart. My world was just falling apart. And the short thing is I decided to commit suicide. And, um, and in that time, like I took a whole bottle of uh, sleeping pills. And um, as I was going into the deep sleep, um, this video of uh, when I had married Robert and I had made vows um, started to play in my mind. And I got so angry. I got so flipping angry that I screamed. I screamed to God and... Um, you know, if you are real, because my husband had mocked me, you poor Catholic girl, there is no God. And this was playing in my head. And I thought, if you are real, if you are real, then where the bleep, 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 bleep are you? And in that moment, in that very moment, love came down and rescued me. Love came down love it was like a liquid love filled my room it was above me beneath me it was in me it was all around me i didn't know where love began and where i finished peace like i had never known was upon me i was one with this peace and I didn't have to be the best wife in the world. I didn't have to be the best daughter in the world. I didn't have to be the best mum in the world. I didn't have to be the best friend in the world. I realized I'd tried all my life to be everything to everyone. And it was never enough. It was never enough. And in that moment, love loved me. And I was more than enough. And I had never known love like this. So how can you meet the person of love? How can you be so loved? Oh, it's just so beautiful. So that's what happened to me. And I know I will get wrecked, so I'll stop. (laughs) But, you know, he wrecked my life. He wrecked my life. And nobody had to tell me I was born again. Like... I don't know if I was in my body, out my body. I have no idea. And in a way, I died that night. <laughs> I died that night. <laughs> but I seen myself lying in the bed, but I didn't want to leave this love. But 
I, it was like I fell. It, it was almost like I knew that I was a new creation and that new creation fell into my body. You know, I can't explain it. I told you it's not my fault. It's his. <laughs> it's all his. It was his idea. And so um, as my um, spirit fell back into my body, like I heard, to me, it seemed the audible voice of God, but how do I know? But that's what it seemed like. And he said, Jackie, if you trust me, you don't need medication. You will hear me clearly and everything will be okay. Wow. And then I had the most beautiful sleep that I ever had in all my life. And when I woke up, I was alive. I was so alive. I was singing all my, you know, teenage love songs, putting Jesus's name in, just like waltzing, dancing. My kids were 22 and 24. They'd been out clubbing. They came in. I'm dancing. I haven't eaten for like, I was like a third of the size I am now. And, um, Every cloud has a silver light. No. <laughs> and anyway, um, in that moment, um, it was not a silver lining. No, you're right, Jesus. It was not a silver lining. It was death trying to destroy me. But you passed over. And here I am, alive in Christ Jesus. And so um, they came in and they're like, you know, thinking, oh, wow. And of course, you know, the sky was bluer than, it was like a whole new world. It was like a whole new world. And I could see the detail in every, every bird. I could see every blade of grass. I could see the bark on the tree and everything mm. was beautiful. And I had never appreciated this created world. And I'm running around my kitchen. You can picture my 24 and 22 year old. Thank you, Jesus. They're both, you know, come to the Lord because my life testified so much. But, um, you know, I'm running up and down saying, I mean, look at that part. <laughs> and my daughter's like, it's a pigeon. <laughs> no, I know your daughter. And I know for a fact that she would have just thought you were off your rocker. <laughs> <laughs> my son just held me and looked into my face. And he says, Mom, I'm just so happy you're joyful. I'm so yeah. happy you're smiling again. Hmm. And um, I just told him about what happened to me. And, and he just had these quiet tears running down his face and that same presence came again, like now. Hmm. But all I need to do is talk about love. Hmm. <laughs> and he's right here, right now. Yeah, so that was why. Wow. Why is I am the way I am. That's amazing. Yeah. He's so kind. Oh, <laughs> he's more than kind. Yeah. You know, you can't find the love of God as you go. You need to find it in the cross. You need to find it in his son, Jesus. You need to satisfy in your heart that on that cross, he said, I love you. You don't know who you are. You don't know what you've done. Forgive them, Father. They know not. Well, what they do. Mm -hmm. And he calls out to you. If you're listening today, he's calling out to you. Yeah. I love you. I love you. I love, love, love you. I simply love you. I'm not trying to fix you. I fixed you at the cross. I am simply trying to love you. I'm not even trying. I do love you but I want you 
to know this love. That is what he's saying to you today. Because that is what he said to me. That is the cry of his heart. That every one of you would come home to him. That you would know him. Mm -hmm. Know him. He is not how he had been portrayed. He is love. Love is his name. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> so that was 15 years ago, right? Yeah. So I know today, I mean, that, that, that encounter has marked your life. Yeah. And that's so visible. I know mm -hmm. you and I, I see that. Yeah. But I also know that you're not the same person now that you were. Oh, I, I'm not a better version of Jackie. <laughs> I am a brand new creation. Like, you know, when I began to see the beauty of God and like, you know, it's not like he shows you these things to condemn you. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. I found his righteousness. I found a way not to, to sin and get away with it, but to live free of it from its stain, its sting, its blame, its shame. No wonder they ran into the church at the beginning. No wonder they ran in. Who wouldn't like that? Who wouldn't want it? And, you know, the more I found him, the more I found his amazing grace, the more I found how much I had been forgiven. And it was about denying myself, the old man, and putting on the new. Well, I just radically went for it. To talk a little bit about what that looks like. So the reality is, when we, when we encounter Jesus, when we come into relationship with him, like, we, we, we get this new life, we get everything of who he is, but it doesn't mean that we're exempt from trouble or hardship or oh, challenge, no. does it? No. So, could, could you chat maybe just a little bit about maybe a, a time where it's been really hard for you? How, what, what does that look like to, to take off the old man? Yeah, that's what you're talking about, yeah. isn't it? We take off the old man yeah. and we put the new one on. Mm -hmm. Practically, what does that look like and mean when we're walking through real challenges? Okay, so, you know... I had, like, I knew that I knew that depression had nothing to do with me. I knew that he'd set me free at the cross. I knew that suicidal spirit was, um, you know, death coming to take me, but he had passed over and I now had a new life. I just knew it. Nobody had to tell me. I knew that I knew that I knew I was a new creation and that I was seated in heaven while on assignment on this earth. And, um, you know, so I knew the Holy Spirit from the beginning. Like if I prayed, I expected an answer and I didn't know the Bible. I didn't know the Bible, but I knew the Holy Spirit. I knew God and I knew that if he had come and rescued me that night, then he was going to answer me. So I would just kind of like, um, I was just childlike. I'm a very simple person. I'm not complicated. And I was just really childlike. I just was like, you know, my dad loves me, he loves me, like, wow, he is the father who is in heaven. Like, I knew that prayer. And, and of course, I knew the Gospels because I was brought up in the Catholic Church and they would read the Gospels. So I knew and I thought, oh my goodness, I get that now about Nicodemus. Like, how can I, you know, oh, wow, you can only be born in the spirit. So it's mm -hmm. got to do with your spirit. And I thought, oh my goodness, the spirit realm's real. Like it was a moment and he led me in um, further down the line. But at the beginning, um, I just basically prayed. And when I prayed, he said I would hear him clearly. Um, and I thought, right, well, 
I'm, I'm waiting on the answer. Jackie spoke to heaven. God, you're going to come in. That's how I used to pray. Jackie to heaven, come in, please. Come in, please. This doesn't feel good. I'm getting taken to court. I had to go through courts. I had to go with lawyers. I had to, like, it was like, you know, you've got to remember I had been a nervous wreck. I was, like, afraid of everything. But this boldness and this courage and this, like, would just come as I said I need you I need you I need you Jesus I need you I can't do this I can't do this and he would say Jackie you can do all things in Christ come Jesus yeah. and I didn't know it was in the Bible and I was just going, wow. yeah I can do all things so I would take one just one like he said that and so I would just take that one truth he's God he knows and so I would just like say Oh, thank you. Like, even if I was shaking, I felt the fear, but I'd done it anyway. I felt the fear, but even sitting there, um, when they were trying to bamboozle me, my husband was super clever, super clever. And I had never, I had never been at the receiving end of this man. I mean, he was amazing, amazing husband, beautiful man. I love him dearly. I probably love him more now than I ever did. Wow. And I thought I loved him a lot. I really like, like, it, it was so, it was just so amazing um, that when I realized how much I had been forgiven, how dare I hold it against someone else? He's lost. He's lost the best thing that ever happened to me. He actually blessed me. And when I began to see it was the biggest blessing I ever got and my children came to Jesus, I, it, hmm. I mean, how can you be angry with yeah. someone? You know, I bless him. I have prayed and I know I will see him in heaven. But have I seen these 15 years? But no, it's my hope and my confidence. I will see him in heaven. Yeah. And so I really would just take those simple scriptures and I would just say, thank you that I can do all things in Christ Jesus. Thank you it's not me, God, but you. Thank you that you are working in me, even if I don't feel it. Thank you that this fear is not above what you said. Thank you I can do this. It was just simple like that. And then God would start to teach me deeper. Yeah. And that's what I teach the body of Christ. Now I think that's really important for people to hear what you just said there a minute ago it, you said this boldness came over me but it's not like i didn't feel the fear yeah like so the, the, yeah it, it was present in the sense yeah. that you felt it yeah but you chose for it wasn't my reality my reality was it was trying to convince me that this was who i was i was still fear to two shoes i was still this trembling wreck and i think even like my husband um, in the courts, he couldn't even look at me. I mean, I could see the shame and I could see, like he probably never expect. he is a beautiful man. And I am so grateful, I have beautiful children. God blessed me greatly and he blessed me the day this happened. And to see it like that is just so, he is the redeemer and he works everything out yeah. for your good. It was so beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. So I just bless you, Robert, wherever you are today and whoever you're with. And I ask that the cross would crash in, in your life yeah. right now, wherever yes. you are, for the glory of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what an amazing place to come to. And it has to be him. It has yeah. to be Jesus. There's yeah, no way you can get there humanly. Does. 
Yeah. So just just one final thing to ask. So um, I know you've been here with us at the well mm-hmm. this weekend. You've been talking about faith a lot. Yeah. Um, and you've been talking about the fact that what Jesus did on the cross was mm-hmm. once and for all and it's finished. Uh-huh. What he paid for on the cross mm-hmm. covers everything. Mm-hmm. That, that he now stands victorious over everything. Yeah. How, how do we cope with stuff in life when it seems like what is happening in the natural is is coming against us when we get sick or when things don't happen in the timing that we think they're going to happen how do we how do we live in the reality of what Christ has done for us well i think first of all you have to know love you, that's why I said like, I pursued love. You know, even though I had that amazing encounter, I just thought that everyone that was born again had it. I didn't realize that somehow my salvation was, you know, whatever what people would say. Like, I just thought, how can you know this and not tell people? I was going to hell. Like, I knew that I knew I was going to hell. I was a good person. I never, like, I tried to be kind. I tried to love people. I tried to do the best for other people. But, and I would have said I was a good person, but I would, like, in, in relation to God and holiness, oh, I was a dirty, rotten rag, you know, sinner. But when he told me, no, 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 that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. That's not who you are. Um, you were a lost daughter. I came for that which was lost. When he told me that and I began to think, oh my goodness, I always was his daughter. I always belonged Mm -hmm. to him before the foundation of the world. He found me in Christ before he ever lost me in Adam. And I began to like, just, I I mean, I just began to take these truths. And even when, when things were tough, when I lost my home, when I had nowhere, like, it was like, I know that God, you're going to take care of me. I know God, I don't know how, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I know the enemy's trying to tell me, look at you, you've got no home. New creation, you're still as bad as ever. Like, oh, you've forgotten, you were in a mental health institute. You are mad, there is no God. And I would just say, shut up. He's real, he's love. Thank you that love has touched me. Thank you I'm one with love. Thank you that I am not off my head, that I have the mind of Christ. Thank you. Because as I walked, like God led me and I ended up in a vineyard church and they would say things and I just would grab one little thing, just one, you know, and the mind of Christ was one. Because obviously when you've had mental health issues, so, you know, the enemy would still try and take me to self-pity, would still try and tell me I was nothing and I was rejected and I wasn't loved. Um, and and I would just keep saying, but God loves me, but God loves me. I would walk the streets. I would walk the streets and just pray. I didn't know it was a prayer walk. <laughs> I was just renewing my mind and, you know, keeping exercise because I knew for my mental health, the more physically fit I was, and so I was like trying to keep my body fit and just take that one truth. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Jesus, I have the mind of Christ. Thank you that you have a sound mind. Thank you, Jesus. Like, you know, this is just Jackie to heaven. Come in, please, come in, please. Make this such a reality that I don't doubt it. I thank you. And thank you that, oh, even if I feel weak, it doesn't matter. It doesn't you are real you are real I'm holding on to the fact that you are real and you love me you love me you love me and I kind of just would do that and um I would look in window shop windows 
because I could see my reflection and I would see the tears and, and self-pity would go, oh, poor you. And I would say, shut up. I am not poor. I have Christ Jesus. It would just be simple prayers. They yeah. weren't big prayers. And so I just carried on like that. It didn't, and the more I would um, just, I didn't know at that time. I mean, I know now. I know now all the things. I could give you all the scriptures now. But it's been 15 years in the progress. And I actually feel today, even being here, I just taught in righteousness. And righteousness was robbed from me at the beginning. And um, and I just want these people to know that the righteousness of Christ Jesus. And that what took me 10 years to begin to understand that they get in a moment. I have already yeah. been teaching it. And everyone I have taught it to has been like radically changed and and I just think it's time it's not about being Christian the devil doesn't care if you're a Christian but he cares if you are a believer when you believe the power of the gospel is there he does not want you to believe in the finished work of Christ Jesus and keep your eyes on that cross the more righteousness causes you to be so God conscious that you live for God and nothing and no one else. Come on. Ah, we could just <laughs> go on and on and on, on, on couldn't we? we could. Yeah. But yeah. thank you so much for coming yeah, and chatting with welcome. us. It's been such a joy and a it's pleasure been to such have a you. a blessing. Thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. See you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>